Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of And Then This Happened. I'm your host, Aaron Goins. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you, firstly, for joining me. Once again, your boy for another week. We got a great episode for you this week. I'm going to get things started off on the right foot. First thing is first, I'm tired as shit. Tired as hell. It's been a long fucking week for me. I've been at work for the last five days at the Longshoreman Hall. This was a slow fucking week. Um, I fucking hated that shit, but I hate, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, fam. This shit ain't for me. Like, okay, I'm working around grown ass men, right? For the most part, it's grown it's men. Okay, it's men that I'm working around. And I can I could just see where like their dreams died. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know where they just stopped having fun. Like I remember or even like being nice to each other, right? Because I remember, like, um, small. This is super duper small. I, I was uh, talking to my a boss that I had worked for one day. It's my first time ever working for this for this for this man. And after uh, I had finished work, I walked up to him. This is what I used to always do as a as a kid. Anytime, like the first jobs that I would work or whatever. I mean, up until recently, the, when the pandemic hit, when I just wasn't working as much as I needed to. Um uh like after my first day of work, I would always go up to my manager or supervisor or whoever was in charge that day and just thank them. Thank them for the experience, thank them for the time, thank them for um, you know, helping me learn shit, all of that, right? And I do that now. I do that here. Like, I'll walk up to whoever my boss is that day, and I'll just thank them. I'll just go, hey, man, thank you. Thank you for the experience. Thank you for the day. Motherfucker, they laugh in my face. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Experience. Yeah, right. You're welcome. Come back. See you tomorrow. Like, it's nothing. They laugh in my fucking face. And, okay, so while I'm in between jobs at the Longshoreman Hall, like, some days, some weeks it's busy, some weeks it's a little slower, right? I have a part-time job a second job and I've been working there for about six months right um and I trained a woman recently about two weeks ago right this young woman 20 years old and after I finished training her she came up to me and she said thank you for training me and as a 20 year old I could tell how important that was for her to tell me that she wanted to set a tone. She wanted to set a vibe, a professional work environment. She wanted me to know that I'm here to play. Everything you did, I took it. Even if, I mean, even if, I mean, I could be way too deep into this shit. She could have just met, thank you, and that was it. Thank you for trading me. I learned what not to do. But I really think, that to her she was setting a vibe you know what i mean she was she was setting a professional work environment and that 
is very important for people, I believe, to work in a professional work environment or pleasurable. Like you could, I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say. You could, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Anyways. And you know what I could t- I can tell about my mood, and I low key forgot this about myself. Um, I forgot this about I f- I forgot this for like a long time, man. Um, I'm upset when I'm broke. I'm mad when I'm broke. Like any any nigga, and I challenge you, you anybody out there to to try this. Um, if you see any nigga who's like mad. Who's like really mad, right? Upset, angry, whatever the fuck. Just go like, hey, you ain't got no money on bank account, do you? You broke this week, ain't you? That's why. That's why you upset, ain't you? Ain't, ain't got, you mad because you a broke bitch, ain't you? Aren't you? Because I know for me, if I'm if I'm not taking care of my business, you know what I'm saying. If I got things to handle, if I ain't taking care of my business like I should, or if I can't take care of my business like I should. That, if I'm broke, I I am not the nicest guy to be around. I mean, dog, I wear it on my fucking grill. You can tell. You can tell. Oh, this guy's pissed off, ain't he? But motherfuckers don't know why. I wish I could wear a sign. I'm broke. Like a t-shirt. I'm broke. Well, that explains it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even got to ask no questions now. Just read my t-shirt, bitch. I am broke. Speaking of t-shirts, shout out to fucking t-shirts. I think I'm going to be one of those old guys like my dad who wears um those like bro, my dad he'll wear um like James Brown like the mugshot or whatever y'all ever seen that those t-shirts that they got printed out of James Brown with his mugshot on the t-shirt. You wear shit like that. Just just shit when you look at it like, oh my fuck. It, it makes you kind of laugh a little bit. It makes you kind of laugh a little bit. I think I might. Because lately, you know what? I got to put on my super suit. All right? That's the shit that I'm missing out on. I need, I ain't been feeling funny lately. I ain't been feeling that funny lately. I need to dress funny. You want to you wanna feel funny? You need to dress funny. Like, nigga, I used to have a shirt. I forgot where that bitch went. It said, world's best grandpa. Bro, I bought that shirt when I was 17 years old. Nigga didn't even have kids. I was still a kid. Just funny. Just funny. It puts you in a goofy-ass mood and shit. It's all about getting it out, you know, getting it out. Trying, Trying new experiences. Having some fun. Live a little. Love a little, laugh a little. Like that, like those sayings above your, um, those sayings above your kitchen, whatever your your your, uh, your kitchen stove. Live, love, laugh. You know those signs or whatever that people get when they first have apartments or when they get their first house. You know to set the aesthetic. You know. Eat, pray, love. You know, stupid shit like that. Fucking lesbians. Mm. <clears throat> okay. I'm extremely tired. Holy shit. 
Got the hiccup. Man. That Del Taco starting to come back up. Nigga. You have a burp up Mexican food. And it still tastes good. If I burped, I almost wish like it was a little throw up in my mouth just so I could relive the experience again. Just so I could chew that food again. Just so I could say, I I be thinking that shit sometimes. What do I be thinking? Nothing. All right. Anyways, moving on. I met Corey fucking Holcomb yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, of all days, I'm walking down the street. I'm in San Francisco, right? I'm walking down the motherfucking street, and I get this this feeling like that everything is right. I get this feeling, dog. Uh, before I met him, like immediately, like two seconds before I met him, I can't describe it. It, it seems almost gay to describe anyone. Um. But it was almost like God was was there. I would say God was in the room, but nigga, I was outside. That's that nigga. Welcome to God's house, nigga. That's outside is God's motherfucking. You in God backyard. But I I felt everything. It just felt right. Like the stars was aligned or some type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the moon and the sun and shit. Like the shit just felt perfect in that moment. And we and I'm walking and we walk right into each other. And I had just seen a video, a YouTube video, like maybe a week before. So his face was already in my mind, you feel me? So when I see him, I just say, Corey Holcomb. And I expect I really expected him, and like this is funny, but I really expected him to go like, I get that a lot. Like, I, I expected him to, like, borderline, like, fuck with me a little bit. You a comedian, right? You a comedian. Like, I don't You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, you got to be, like, f- funny. I Like, I don't, like, that, but that's your dream, right? When you meet a comedian, like, um, my friend said he met Robin Williams. I'm in mean, San Francisco as well. Uh, but this is before he died, of course. I mean, hell if you met him when he was dead, huh? Huh? Did you go to the cemetery, pay your respects, put some roses on the grave? But he said he, he saw Robin Williams with his son, and they were at like some Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Ah, nah. I can't say that fucking word. I hate the movie Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Golly, it ain't even a tongue twister, my nigga. That's fucking two words. It's seven letters. They don't even start with the same fucking letter. They, the ending is similar. But I don't, dude. What can I, I'm a fucking retard. All right. What can I? What can I say? All right. Star Wars is Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. All right. You know what the fuck I mean. Uh, he's at a Star Wars convention. <laughs> I still can't say it right, but he's there with his son, and his son is like complaining, like, "Oh, Dan, I don't want to be here." Right? And he's a kid, right? And the guy says, "Robin Williams." He's he's he never met him. He's just watching him interact. Right? He says, "Robin Williams is giving his son shit." 
He's mocking him. I don't want to be. He's mocking him. His son is complaining about, oh, dad, this is so boring. I don't want to be here. And he's like mocking him. He's like, oh, dad, this is so boring. I don't want to be here. That's funny, though. That's that's not only is that a real moment, but that's a comedian and it's memorable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my comedians when you meet them. Like, that's the dream for them to, like, I would imagine, dog, like, if you met Richard Pryor, you know he ain't going to be a regular person when you meet him. And even, and this is the shit, too, like, it ain't even got to be, like, a real interaction for real. It could be, like, a look that they give your ass just to let you know. Like it was another time or whatever, my homie said, same guy said he saw he saw Robin Williams again in San Francisco, and he gave him a look. He he didn't say anything to him, right? He saw them. He saw he said he saw Robin Williams from uh, in like a distance or whatever, right? And he did like a double take, like he was walking past him or whatever, right? Uh, did a double take, looked at him. Robin Williams gave him the head nod, like, "Oh yeah, I'm Robin Williams," and that was it. Dog, those fucking stories are when a select. They don't even got to say it. They don't even tell you who they are. Yep, you'll figure it out. Or yeah, you know who I am. That shit is so fucking gangster. Speaking of gangster, I don't think you can be gangster with a stutter. I don't think you can be gangster with a speech impediment. You over here saying what's good, 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 good. See, that was a stutter right there. I mean, I was supposed to stop three good, 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 goods ago. You guys, that was another episode of And Then This Happened. I was your host, Aaron Goins. Thank you so much again. I'll talk to you again next week. Peace.